0: We don't sugarcoat shit. (laughs) This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Ooh, hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. I'm connecting the dots, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. And this is April 9th, uh, 2017. And in my last show, I opened up with my My initial reaction to the chemical weapons attack in Syria, that Assad would absolutely not be behind this. I did it without having had the chance to investigate. I mean, it had only just happened and I was seriously PO'd and I did a quick rant to get it off my chest because I knew this was all baloney. Then the next day, the Trump administration's immediate response of firing Tomahawk missiles on Syria's military air base just threw me for a loop. Trump did what? And so I did some research, and I'm connecting dots to this outrageous respon- response by Trump and his advisors. As always, there is some history that has to be brought out, I mean you can't understand today unless you also recall what's come before today. My basic call is that the chemical incident to begin with is a very definite false flag. Ron Paul, Michael Savage, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts uh, among others have concluded the same thing and there is compelling evidence to show this fact. The timing is seriously suspicious. The Assad regime had nothing to gain and everything to lose from dropping chemical bombs on civilian targets of his own people. The Syrian government is winning the war. The rebel forces are in retreat. ISIS is a splintered force. All of the incentives for launching this attack favor those who want the Syrian war prolonged and the Assad regime overthrown. This is also a serious deja vu, don't you think? I mean, the initial reason that the Obama administration gave, it, gave to the public that we must take military action and invade Syria was also over claims that Assad had used chemical weapons on his own people back in 2013. This is where the blame Assad meme started as well. That initial claim of Assad's use of chemical weapons on his people has been confirmed, verified, to be totally untrue, totally false. Seymour Hersh, the internationally respected investigative journalist back in 2013, pointed to a report from British intelligence saying that the sarin that was used did not come from Assad's stockpiles. Hersh also said that a secret agreement in 2012 was reached between the Obama administration and the leaders of Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and Qatar to set up a sarin gas attack and blame it on Assad so that the U.S. could invade and overthrow Assad. Here's a quote, too. By the terms of the agreement, funding came from Turkey, as well as Saudi Arabia and Qatar. The CIA, with the support of MI6, was responsible for getting arms from Gaddafi's arsenals into Syria. Unquote. He described the Benghazi embassy in Libya was used as what was termed a rat line to move these weapons stockpiles, which included chemical weapons, from Libya. Hirsch also implicated Hillary Clinton, as Secretary of State as well, in the creation of this rat line. And you know what's really funny? <laughs> well, I mean, if you can call this stuff funny, because it is responsible with the deaths of untold numbers of civilians somewhere in the neighborhood of 400,000 in Syria alone. But the story that blamed it on Assad back then came from the, now get this, the Syrian Human Rights Observatory, which is, in actuality, a one-man disinfo-op in the suburbs of, and now hear this one, Coventry, England, of all places, run by the known disinfo agent named Rami Abdul-Rahman. Once again, the Assad did it meme is being used to hide the true guilty parties. Hmm. The Syrian Human Rights Observatory. Yeah, this guy has this, this guy has this observatory... In Coventry, England, I mean he must utilize a very high powered telescope or something to observe the goings on in Syria and report on the human rights abuses from his lofty perch in Coventry, darling. <laughs> he doesn't actually have boots on the ground in Syria itself, interview interview incredible witnesses. No, he astutely does this from afar, perched in merry old England. Total disinfo op. That in itself is sufficient to make this latest purported chemical attack totally suspect, and that it is a repeat. This is so very transparent. And here's another standard op. All of the Western media bandwagon reporting on this incident of April 6 obtained all of their information from one source and one source only. The White Helmets. If you're unfamiliar with the White Helmets, it's an operation which fronts itself as a neutral kind of peacekeeping force but is actually very much aligned with the mercenary forces like ISIS and al-Nusra. Proven as factually true by many reliable sources. So these White Helmet folks put out the report alleging that there were chemical attacks on innocent civilians and also immediately claiming that the Syrian government and Assad was behind it. But when you look further into this latest incident, we don't even know for sure if a chemical attack actually occurred. The whole thing starts to unravel when you see that this singular report by the White Helmets and their filming crew, which mainstream media absolutely gobbled up and spread like wildfire, is potentially bogus. Even if there was a chemical attack, the evidentiary history of who has been known to use chemical weapons in the past is certainly not a and his government. In my links is an article with videos by the Swedish Medical Association and they are asserting that the White Helmets murdered children for these fake gas attack videos. The Swedish Medical Association is the uh, Swedish equivalent to Doctors Without Borders. They have no political ties, they don't take donations from any government or NGO company, they do not take, take sides. they have no bias. They've been talking for ages about these white helmet mercenaries. The very telling videos, which were produced by the white helmets, showed some purported doctors working on these children, these babies, who had been exposed to chemical weapons of last Thursday. These doctors or emergency responders are not wearing hazmat suits, not wearing gloves. Any person trained in emergency response to the use of chemical weapons would not go anywhere near victims of sarin gas or other chemical weapons without those essential protections, which means these videos are fake and that most probably there was no sarin gas at all. In the analysis by the Swedish Medical Association of these videos by the White Helmets, they concluded, and this is abhorrent, that the actions of these alleged doctors were doing the opposite of what standard procedure is to save victims of sarin gas. It shows them injecting a syringe of adrenaline into the heart of a baby, But they draw your attention to the black line on the syringe, which shows the measure, uh, the dosage of whatever is being injected. They then point out that the purported adrenaline being administered to this baby, the black line does not move, meaning the plunger of the syringe was never pressed down to actually inject the adrenaline. The long needle was just, just poked around in various ways into the baby's heart. The conclusion by the Swedish Medical Association was that the baby appeared to actually be dying of an opiate overdose and concluded that they were witnessing the murder of these babies. Watch it for yourself, Renegade Nation, it's in my links if you have the stomach for it. But I'll stress once again, these videos were produced and filmed by the White Helmets, and the mainstream media reported all of this crap from White Helmet sources alone. This, once again, is absolute confirmation that the mainstream media is complicit not only in the deaths of these children, but in the deaths of millions throughout the Middle East with the mainstream media's disgusting disinformation reports, and absolute and irrefutable proof that they are truly the fake media. So, but what totally flipped my boat? as I'm sure it did yours, was that this was what spurned the Trump administration to launch the Tomahawk missiles? All 60 of them? Within 24 hours of the alleged chemical attack and the bombing of Syrian government's military air base? Before an independent investigation could be undertaken to establish what actually happened? The whole thing is suspect, wouldn't you agree? But here's the topper to this qu- equation. You know, you don't just launch an attack of that level simply by pressing a button. No, this had to have been planned in advance. I'm sure the military preps for many contingencies, but the idea that they prepped for a missile attack into Syria's sovereign borders, an illegal act, act it leaves one to ponder. All indicators point to this being a false flag. And while it certainly appears to be designed to discredit and take down Trump, it also says... Something else is really going on. We don't have conclusive evidence that there was a chemical attack at all. And it appears Trump swallowed the bait that let him do an act, an actual act of war without congressional approval or UN sanctions. I was stunned. I was flabbergasted. It flies in the face of everything Trump had promised to the American people, that we should pull out of Syria. He said that over and over. Why the flip? When I come back, that's the rabbit hole I'm going down. This is Everly Isby, and I'll be right back. I was in chronic pain, and my family struggling to make ends meet, food and gas prices going up, even keeping my job was iffy. Then I learned about a new miracle drug made in Washington, D.C. Spend it all. Spend it all is Washington's answer to all the painful problems Americans face. How to borrow $800 billion for a stimulus
0: that didn't create jobs or fix the economy? Spend it all. Spend-It-All is not for everyone. Side effects may include a mountain of government debt piled on our kids, a sudden loss of freedoms, higher prices for everything, leaving our kids a lesser America than we had. Ask your doctor or congressman if your conscience is strong enough for Spend-It-All.
1: And it's so popular in Washington, we have to borrow, I mean import trillions more of it from China. Spend-It-All makes you feel better now and pushes off the really bad stuff till later for them to deal with.
0: Call the White House and Congress. Tell them, stop spending it
1: all. Hello again, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. And I'm talking now about the Trump administration's response to the alleged chemical attack in Syria and... Trump's uh, supposed confidence in the intelligence analysis he was given that made him do a 180 on his previous statements that we shouldn't even be involved in Syria. Should never have been in there. He also stated that we shouldn't have invaded Iraq back in 2003. And think about it. The actions by the US over this situation is once again literally an act of war without constitutional authority. It was an illegal act. And, as an aside here, I just want to talk for a second more about the mainstream medias those prostitutes in media reporting about this and many other sundried commentary across the board by them in general day before yesterday i would I had the television on, and I'd walk in and out of the room here and there over the course of the day just to you know keep tabs on what the talking heads were spewing. At one point, I nearly had a conniption fit because this woman, I can't recall her name, nor nor do I want to, I was listening to her analysis of Russia's involvement in Syria, and as I heard just a sentence or two coming out of this woman's claptrap, I had to roll my eyes in utter disgust, along with, you know, the indignity of having your intelligence insulted. She was saying that Russia's involvement in Syria... Um, that Russia had unfortunately insinuated themselves into the situation. <laughs> the expression on her face was kinda arrogantly dismissive. Oh God, insinuated Oh my God. In this on in Syria for the last four years, besides the Syrian government itself, in defense of its very own country, Russia is the only country who is there legally. And I repeat Russia came in at the request of Syria's President Assad and with U.N. sanctions. The U.S. and its allies have never been there legally. Never. And to this day, they are there illegally. The U.S. and all of the varied interested parties involved have themselves illegally insinuated themselves into Syria with the sole goal of toppling Assad's popular and democratically elected government so that they can install a caliphate regime that will be friendly to U.S., Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Qatar, UAE, and Israeli interests in the region. Russia came in and started whooping ass like nobody's business against these international mercenary forces that the U.S. and its allies were funding, training, arming, and advising. And on top of it all, Russia has also worked very diplomatically and with great patience with the U.S. and its allies to ensure that between Russia's legal air campaigns and the U.S.'s illegal air campaigns, that they would not make the mistake of firing firing on each other accidentally. Russia created a memo of air safety months ago to avoid that catastrophe, and the U.S. agreed to it as it began changing its tune and agreeing to align with the Syrian defense forces instead of working against them as they had before. How ironic, isn't it, that as they align with Syrian military, they then bomb them? That memo has now rightly been suspended by Russia after the Tomahawk missile response to this bogus chemical weapons incident, But this is very dangerous in its implications because now there is no coordination between Russian and U.S. jet fighters. If the U.S. now strikes a Russian jet or vice versa, well, I don't need to explain that potential scenario, do I? But so the question of the day is, why in the world did Trump do this 180? I'm gonna play a short video, Uh, it's an interview from a former um, a former CIA intelligence analyst. His name is uh, Robert David Steele. And what he says makes sense here. It sheds a light on various potentialities going on within the Trump administration. It's just a couple of minutes. So here is Robert David Steele. And this was posted by Victorus Libertas. Here we go.
0: This was a false flag. There is absolutely no question about it. Uh, And for Trump to authorize a missile strike on a Syrian airfield can be seen at three levels. At one level, it can be seen as a private deal between Assad, Putin, and Trump that Rex Tillerson set up during his recent trip. I absolutely believe Donald Trump is not only book smart, but street smart. Mm-hmm. It's possible. The best possible interpretation of this is that Donald Trump is laying a trap for the neocons just like he has laid a trap for NATO. Because when the NATO countries stop or don't meet their payment goals, the United States will then be in a position to pull out of NATO as it really should. The middle-of-the-road interpretation is that this is a Bay of Pigs moment that Donald Trump is realizing right now That everybody he has, including Pompeo and Mattis, have completely betrayed him, that Jared Kushner is not up to the job of being an advisor in areas where he does not understand that people in this town lie for a living, Uh, and he will make some changes. I understand that Priebus is gone, Bannon is gone. Personally, I think that Kushner should continue to be trusted, but should be moved to the Office of Presidential Personnel. He should not have anything to do with international policy or even domestic policy. He should be the trusted agent for selecting people. And Kushner needs to be deeply, deeply vetted. We have all of his emails, all of his phone calls. We have the geospatial track on his cell phone. I would go back to two years before he met Ivanka, and I would find out if, in fact, Jeff uh, I, I, uh, Epstein, Epstein and Maxwell, his former partner, are Mossad agents. They are known Mossad agents. They probably profiled Ivanka as well as Chelsea Clinton, and they probably ran the Mossad targeting operation to run prospective husbands against both of those women who are obviously power players going into the future. Now, I want Ivanka Trump to see Jared Kushner cleared. We can clear Jared Kushner with a deep probe extracting all of the data from NSA and with three polygraphs, an FBI polygraph, a CIA polygraph, and an NSA polygraph. And if he passes those, then we're home free. If he doesn't pass those, Donald Trump has to understand that his the apple of his eye is married to a Mossad agent. This is a serious, serious problem. The third and worst possible interpretation is that Jared went to Israel, was briefed by the Mossad, came back and collaborated actively with other traders in the United States to destroy the Donald Trump presidency.
1: Okay, well, there was some little distortion in that video there for the end. I hope it wasn't too annoying. Um, But that's an interesting analysis. And in my opinion, Renegade Nation, I hope that his first level analysis, that it could be a trap that that is being set against the neocon war hawks and NATO? That would definitely be the des- best case scenario. Trump has said that the U.S. should pull out of NATO because essentially it's not necessary any longer. And the U.S. foots the majority of the bill for NATO, which is not in the U.S.'s financial interests. Why should we pay to protect Europe from a vanquished enemy? <laughs> Seriously. I also agree with uh, Robert Steele's analysis that Jared Kushner's background should be deeply vetted because of his and his family's heavy Zionist ties and support. I've said that from the start as well, but it is especially important to recognize the heavy Zionist, Israel first, lobbying and infiltration within the halls of power in D.C. that have been influencing our foreign policy in the Middle East for many years. To fight in Israeli and Saudi, etc., cetera, etc., interests in the regions that does not necessarily represent America's interests. Well, <laughs> with the exception of the neocon and neocon liberal warhawk traitors in our midst that bow down to their Zionist donors to get them reelected, because that is what has been going down, big time. And all I can say is, this has got to come to an end. And I just wish to clarify this once again. I am not talking about Israeli Jews or people of the Jewish faith. I'm talking about the Zionist political controllers of Israel, the Rothschild faction. I have nothing against the Jewish people. Okay, I'm taking a short break here. When I come back, I'm going to talk briefly about one more angle on this whole shebang. I just want to paint a broad picture that will inform you and pre-warn you to whatever disinformation and lies that may grow out of this great blunder of an incident. This is Everly Isby, this is Renegade Talk Radio, and I'll be right back. More smoking content than a
0: Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio
1: hi everybody this is Emily, and i'm going to talk briefly into one more aspect that we should all be aware of if you're not already and there's a couple of articles that i put in my links that speak into it as well uh for your reading pleasure um if uh, you're not familiar with this. Um, Anyway, one from Armstrong Economics and the other from Zero Hedge. Uh, And I begin by talking into some historical facts about Syria that you may not be aware of. This goes way back to the 1950s and forward and is also why Syria is considered an enemy to democracy and other such rot constantly over the years. Syria has always been a staunch defender of its sovereignty as an independent nation and will not cater to other countries' designs to force it to bow down to some of its neighbors' self-interests, and the U.S. has played a major role in assisting these other countries to get Syria to do so. One thing to cut through the confusion is to realize that Syria and Iran are Shia countries, which Russia is a strong ally to for various reasons. Saudi Arabia and Qatar are Sunni countries, which the U.S. has been a strong ally to. And Europe's purse is the designated target for these two conflicting agendas to deliver oil and gas to Europe. Simply put, Saudi oil and Qatari gas needs to be pipelined through Assad's Syria. And this is why the U.S. and its fundamentalist Sunni allies, the Sauds and Qataris, I don't know how you would say that, are using al-Qaeda and other jihadists to conquer enough of a strip through Syria so that the U.S. companies, such as Halliburton, will be able to safely place pipelines there to be marketed in Europe by U.S. firms, such as Exxon. (laughs) Isn't that convenient? Iran also wants to pipeline its gas through Syria. And this is one reason why Iran is defending Syria's government, and also why Russia, as allies to both, has stepped in against the U.S.-Saudi-Qatari jihadist invasion, which is trying to overthrow and replace Assad. So, the Obama administration wanted to invade Syria to help Qatar, Qatar get a pipeline through Syria to compete with Russians selling gas to Europe. There are two pipelines in the works, one approved by Russia, from Iran through Syria, and the other Obama agreed to, with Qatar, also through Syria. (laughs) The American press supported Obama by trying to make everyone believe Obama cared about innocent civilians being gassed. Nothing was further from the truth, and the U.S. was supplying the weapons to rebels who were slaughtering people and throwing them in mass graves. Obama turned a blind eye because the pipeline was more important than the people of Syria. Look for the media to now switch the focus as a result of the missile attack the other day and claim Trump is the one doing this for the pipeline now that their favorite son Obama is out of the picture. Mainstream media is out to defeat Trump. Interesting how they can hide the story to help Obama and then flip the same story back to attack Trump. <laughs> It'll be very interesting to watch how this all plays out. And once again, Renegade Nation, we all have to be like Switzerland. We all have to remain neutral and read between the lines as we watch this all go forward. It only makes sense that this situation has happened. Nothing happens by accident. A lot of other things are in play here. The establishment clearly wants Trump out, along with the bought-and-paid-for mainstream media. So this false flag was created and the advice Trump chose to take was potentially crafted to destroy his credibility. In fact, look for Congress to perhaps jumped on the, jump on the um, impeach Trump, impeach Trump bandwagon over this illegal missile attack. I wouldn't be surprised. But this incident may also be uh, an enlightenment moment for Trump as to who are the potential moles within his very cabinet, intent on taking him down. What do you think? I don't know. This is Everly Isby. I'm signing off. As always, thanks for listening, and I'll be back very soon, right here, on Renegade Talk Radio. I'll be revoir. Ciao, au revoir, and good night.